1: Sounds in the world today is the ring of the telephone. It produces a predictable reflex action. The phone rings, you pick it up. It's only too human to want to know who's on the other end. The impulse always is to answer. An impulse you should never have succumbed to if your name had been Betsy Grant.
2: Uh, I don't mean to stick my nose in your business, lady, but it looks like someone is tailing you. Me? <laughs> Uh, The little brown
0: foreign job, two cars back. Want I should lose him? Uh, Yes, Uh, please, cab driver, please. Oh, if you possibly can, please, lose him.
1: Our mystery drama, The Sound of Terror, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Patricia Elliott. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores, I'll be back shortly with Act One. It was the sergeant of police in Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance who sang the sad complaint, A policeman's lot is not an happy one. Watching Detective Sergeant Ed Ritter and his girlfriend, Betsy Grant, as they snake along in weekend traffic after a day at the beach, it would be hard to agree with Gilbert's line. This is one happy policeman, relaxed and obviously very much in love. And so is Betsy, her eyes locked on his strong young face as he talks while he drives. Oh, boy, what a day. You know, in spite of all the traffic, I feel great. How about
0: you, Yeah mm. Yes, honey. I'm so relaxed. I don't know if I'm asleep or awake.
1: <laughs> well, I'd better get you straight home if you're that tired.
0: Oh, I'm not tired. Just full of sun, salt, and sea air. And happiness. And love. In a world of my own. Our own. The other one doesn't even exist. Uh-oh.
1: I'm sorry you brought that up. What? The other world. I mean this one. i got to check in and see what's going on. And the commissioner himself has ordered all leaves canceled. All off-duty personnel to report as soon as possible. That is all personnel. Uniform or plainclothes. Now, this announcement will be repeated shortly. At the moment, we have a 10-4-0 at Blyer and Spain Streets. Cars 103, 216, and 180 are ordered there. Please contact Central and each other and coordinate. Repeat, there is a 1040 at Blyer and Spain.
0: What is it, Ed?
1: Hmm, uh, the 1040?
0: No, I know what that is. Disturbance of the Peace. What's the other? Such ah, me, huh?
1: I'll tell you something. though it's something big if the commissioner is sticking his nose in.
0: You better call him. Yeah, I know. It's just what I'm doing. Shouldn't you uh, pull over and park? What, in
1: this traffic? I'm practically parked already. 28th Precinct, Captain Rymer. Uh, Jerry, it's Ed Ritter. Where are you? I just came out of the midtown tunnel after a day at the beach. I was feeling great till I cut in the squawk box. What hit the fan? Oh, the West Arabian ambassador to the UN went and got himself abducted. Now look, boy, you better get down here as fast as you can. Well, look, uh, I got Betsy with me. I'm stuck in traffic. It'll take me half to three quarters of an hour to run around. Hey, boy, maybe you're not reading me. I want you here five minutes ago. Now, you drop your gallon. her take a cab or a bus and get down here yesterday. That is an order. Okay, okay, Jerry. I read you.
0: Now what, Ed?
1: Now, got to report in immediately. Honey, it looks like you're going to have to grab a cab home. I'll give you some money.
0: Oh, I don't need a cab. Just drop me at Ninth Avenue and I'll take a bus. You will take a cab. I'm not taking any more chances
1: with you than I have to.
0: Ed, I'm a big girl, a city girl. I can take care of myself. What got you so uptight? I'm going to turn on the siren,
1: honey. I got to move. Someone kidnapped the West Arabian ambassador to the U.N.
0: Oh, what's his name? Who? The ambassador. Oh,
1: I'm not sure. Muhammad, or
0: something. It's something like that. Why? I don't
1: know. It just seemed a thing to ask. Who do you suppose kidnapped him? Hmm. Search me, darling. Got a guess, I'd say some terrorist group. We're not
0: going to have that here.
1: Look, we've all been holding our breath that wouldn't start here the way it has in the rest of the
0: world. That couldn't happen to us. Oh,
1: really? Why not? I can think of a heck of a lot of ways we're so much more careless than other countries. Well, listen, that isn't anything for you to worry care about is that you take care of yourself.
0: You don't have to worry about me, Ed. That's what I like to do best. You're my girl. All the way. You know that. You know, I don't know what we're waiting for to get married. Family. Your folks. My folks. They all want to be a part of it. Well, couldn't they wait till after? Let's take care of the family first. After is for us. (laughs) Okay, baby. Hey, come on. I gotta move. Hey, kiss goodbye. Uh Uh-huh. Kiss forever.
1: Mm -hmm. I love you. I don't get you out and head for the precinct I won't be able to afford to marry you Go
0: on, Sergeant, answer your bugle call
1: Yeah, now listen, you go straight home I want you to take a cab, not a bus
0: All right, whichever comes first I'll wait by this covered bus stop Right by the phone booth Oh, oh, here's a bus, I've got to run Hey,
2: I have got a cab Why waste money? I didn't have to run too much It was a 107,
0: no good for me When it pulled away, I was all alone at the bus stop. It was crowding up and looked like rain. I was glad I had some shelter while I was waiting. There weren't any cabs available anyway. The traffic in the tunnel was spinning out and it was starting to get dark. I don't know just at what point I found myself feeling lonely, but what made me realize it was when the phone started ringing. When a phone rings and no one answers, I, I know how I do. Sure, I don't with a public phone, but it's sort of a reflex. After like the sixth ring, I couldn't help myself. I picked it up, and this voice said, Ahmed,
2: it is Kleba. They came through with the ransom. It is on its way to the pickup. Tonio is there. Now, do we pick it up even though Hassim is dead?
0: I'd gotten myself into. Even in the act of hanging up, I'd seen a man in the building across the street on the second floor pull the shade up to stare at me and then rip it down as if to conceal his face. At the same moment, I spotted a cab and hailed it. I clambered in, desperately shouting my address, for the man was already on his way across the street. As the cab pulled away, I remembered that the phone started ringing again. My cab driver was in no hurry. I'm kind of late, driver. Could could we speed it up? Uh, What do you want? I should drive through a red light and get a ticket? No, but as, as soon as you get the light, would you please hurry? I don't like tickets. Well, please make it as fast as you can. I looked back. The man had gone into the booth and was answering the phone. Just as the light changed and we began to move, he came running out and towards us. The light, it just changed.
2: I got eyes, lady. There's no sweat. These here lights are timed for thirty-five miles an hour all the way north. What's the rush? I I want to get home. So do I. But I got a lot longer to sweat it out than you. I looked
0: back. The man had stopped, frustrated, under a streetlight. I could see his face clearly. I didn't like it then. And I would have reason to like it even less later. As we pulled away, he ran back towards the cars parked along the curb. My hacky had the lights timed now and was rolling along smoothly. At forty-second, we ran into snags, and by the time we cleared traffic, the hacky was in communication again. Hey, lady. Yes. I figured
2: you earlier but just some nervous same in a hurry, but uh, you in trouble? But what do you mean? Well, I don't mean to stick my nose in, but it kind of looks like somebody might be tailing. Where? Uh, the little brown foreign job. here, had two cars behind on the left. You recognize him? Uh, I don't know. You want I should lose him? Maybe just on general principle. I can't see who's driving, but, but do you really think he's following First me? I drive a hack in New York. You learn a lot about human nature and all. The good and the bad. You, know, you ask me a question, I give you an answer. From the experience I got rolled up, yeah.
0: I don't want him to follow me home. I'll lose him for you. He wasn't just a something, but a somebody. He really got into the whole thing like it was a game. Cutting lights, switching turns from right to left, doubling back and forth. Until finally, he drove me up to the brownstone where I had my apartment. Well, there you are, lady. 99A West 83. And all alone. Here's the fare. And something extra for losing my followers. Well, all of the days are
2: (laughs) a night's work. I kind of got kicks from it. Hey, what are you? With the the government or some kind of TV or movie star? Uh, Neither. Uh, Nobody. Uh, What what was it? Your your ex or something?
0: Uh, I I beg pardon? Your husband. Who was following you? Oh, uh, no, I I, I don't even know that there was someone following his sister. Just these days, the gal can't be too careful. (laughs) You got it. Uh, you want us to see you in? Uh, no. Uh, I'll be all right. It's kind of gloomy down there in the basement. Oh, that's just the front In back. It's gorgeous. Good night. What's hey, watch your step. I will. Oh. And uh, thanks again for the help.
2: Uh, you can't do something for somebody every now and then. Watch life? Good night.
0: Wait, are Oh I'm coming I'm coming
2: uh, Hello It's me, Arnie It just saved me heart failure You get home all right?
0: Yes uh, Well, no, Ed I- I've got to talk to you Oh,
1: well, any time but now, honey I can't This West Arabian ambassador thing is so big But,
0: but that's what I want to talk to you about, Ed Oh, this is the craziest coincidence, or whatever. Betty, I, was...
1: I can't stay on the phone. We're on a citywide alert. But,
0: Ed, what I have to tell you is something about that. Well, okay. If you have anything, make it fast. Okay, the bus I ran for. Remember? It wasn't a 12. It was a 107. You know, that's the one that cuts across 57th to the east side. And Don't go... give me the bus routes. Get to the point. Uh, all right, all right. So, so I didn't take that, but everyone else did. So I was alone. And while I was waiting for a bus or a cab, the phone rang. The phone? Uh, uh, well, you know there are a couple of public booths there. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So what? Well, you know how it is when a phone keeps ringing. Uh, a person feels they ought to answer. You mean you answered a public phone that was ringing? <laughs> well, yes, I, I did. I, I don't know why. It's hard to explain. But a- anyway, I picked up the receiver, and right away there was a guy there saying that the money was ready to be picked up even though Haseem was dead and there was this man who tried to follow me only the taxi driver, a marvelous guy named Jake Brown was able to lose him and then it... (sighs) Who are you? (laughs) You're the man who followed me. I did not even try
3: to. You have a very clear voice. When you told the cab driver where you were going I could hear it even across the street.
0: How, How did you get in here?
3: If you leave the keys in the door, who cannot follow? Come along. We must leave. What
0: do you mean? Leave?
3: My dear young lady, if you must involve yourself in international intrigue, you must take the consequences. And I am sorry to say, once you possess the wrong knowledge, the consequences obviously cannot be pleasant.
1: knowledge is a dangerous thing, and it seems that inadvertently, Betsy Grant, responding to a very human and reasonable compulsion by the simple act of answering a telephone, has gained an amount of information that is dangerous, particularly to a man named Ahmed, who is responsible for many deaths in the past, a man who has nothing to lose by causing more of them in the future. I shall return shortly with Act Two. is so frustrating, there is another sound made by Alexander Graham Bell's invention that is even more frustrating. The busy signal, which has been caused by a sudden interruption in service, it can become unbearable. Worse than that, in the case of Detective Sergeant Ed Ritter, terrifying, for he knows intuitively that it was human intervention that broke the connection on his phone call to Betsy. Come on, we're on assignment. I'm trying to reach Betsy. Well, I thought she called you. Yeah, she did. It's okay. I told you no long conversations. I'd be waiting in the car. Jerry, everything's changed since then. I got a lead. I got to call Betsy back. Call oh, her back? What? What'd she do? Hang up on you? Here, listen. Okay, so it's a busy signal. You can't hang around till she gets off the phone talking to her mother or some girlfriend. No, no, no. It isn't like that, Jerry. But you see, Betsy was talking to me, and someone someone broke the connection. Ed, buddy, look, you're my best friend. I love you like a brother. But right now, we got no time for personal stuff. We got a big case to break. This has to do with the case, Jerry. I told you I had to leave. Well, for Betsy? Yeah. Oh. Well, when I dropped her after you told me to get straight to the precinct, she was waiting for a bus, you see, and this phone began to ring. What phone? A coin phone right by the bus stop. So? So, Betsy answered it. What? She answered the public phone that was ringing? Was she expecting a call? No, no, it was just... like you know, a phone rings, keeps ringing. If nobody else picks up, you do it. Not me, what for? Well, it's human nature. She, someone maybe is in trouble, needs help, I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. So she picks up the phone and this voice on the other end starts right in and says, okay, the dough is ready to be picked up. Do they go ahead even if Hasim is dead or what? Hey, wait a minute. Hasim? You sure she said Hasim? Yeah. That's the guy who was abducted. Well, what do you think I'm trying to tell you? Well, why are we wasting time talking? Get Betsy on the phone. I can't. Don't you hear me? There's nothing but a busy thing. Try her again. No, 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 Jerry. I'm not messing around anymore. Something's wrong. I'm going over to Betsy's apartment and see for myself what. All right, I'm going with you. Did she have any idea who the guy was that was calling? Just that his name was Claver. Oh, yeah, he called it by name, like the guy he expected to answer. What name? Ahmed. Yeah. Yeah, it's beginning to make a picture. This is no local caper. Hasim, Klaver, Ahmed, how international can you get? Uh, what do you figure is the sense of calling a public payphone? Well, no chance of calls being traced, And normally that time of night the area is deserted. Yeah, the guy, Ahmed, was right across the street waiting for it to rain. And probably on his way down when he saw Betsy answer figure they had it set up on a time schedule. Yeah. You you still think he could have followed you, Betsy? No, she didn't think so. But you do. Look, Jerry, suppose she could recognize him. She saw him looking out the window. Now, what would the guy figure? This whole thing is big enough to take no chances. Yes, I think he must have tailed her, and I think that's why the phone got cut off, and I'm scared of what we could find when we get to her apartment. All right, let's not jump to conclusions. Just keep her open, wide, the way you are, and let's get there fast. Which is her apartment, place Right. the steps? All right, hold up. Let's move easy. You cover me, I'll try the door. Well, I'll take it, you cover. No, sir, I'm saving you for Betsy. Cover me, that's an order. All right, we'll start legit. I'm ringing the doorbell. Please open up! Don't try anything. We're armed. I went too late. Help the door. <laughs> Locked. Stand back. It ain't the first door I kicked in. Watch it. Just keep me covered, um, Let me. I know where the lights are and things. Okay, just take it easy. Behind the couch, yeah, for sure. Kitchen door's open. No one there. At the bedroom? Yeah. Doesn't look like there'll be anyone there either. Take it easy, Ed. You know I can feel it in my bones. They got it. Look at the phone. It's off the hook. Okay. Look at her handbag. She never would have left that behind. Let's look in the bedroom first before we jump to conclusions. Hey, why? You you, you don't think maybe? Easy, Ed. Easy. light I don't know. I can't I forget it. it. I found it. Ah, there's no problem here. All neat and tidy. Yeah, let me make sure. Under the bed. Closet. Yeah. That broke. Well, at least they didn't total her. They must have taken a whip them. Where? I don't know. That's to give you no notion about that? No, none. So it's up to us to find out. Let's get back to that phone. Well, we've got to get out an APB. I Don't touch that phone again. And maybe fingerprints. So, what are we going to do about Betsy? Don't panic. We've got a lot to work on. I've got to answer it. It may be them about Betsy. We'll answer it. Yes. You got a clean handkerchief? Yeah. You'll lend it to me. Here you are. Thanks. Huh? Oh, yes, George. This is Lieutenant Reimer. What's on your mind? I want to question him myself. It doesn't look too hot, but you never can tell. <clears throat> no, there's nothing to send, except we're going to have to put out an APB on Ed Ritter's girlfriend. Yeah, it looks like she was snatched. You get this on the wires right away. Oh, hold on a sec. Um, Ed. Yeah, what is it? I'll fill you in on the kidnapping on our way back to the precinct. Right now, we need a description of Betsy to put out on the APB. I figure you can do that better than me. I just hope we can find her. A... Come on, cheer hey. up, kid. They didn't get the money, so we have a bargaining point, even if Hasim is dead. Come on, take the phone. Oh, easy. Use the handkerchief. Okay. Might be fingerprints we can we still use. use. Oh, all right, all right, Jerry, I got it. Uh, this is Detective Sergeant Ritter with a rundown on... on a suspected abduction. of Of Elizabeth P. Adams, Caucasian four years old. Eyes, uh, blue-gray, hair chestnut. Height five, five feet, four and a half, weight 118. Identifying marks, one small mole on the left shoulder. Now, the drop for the ransom money was a wire trash can on 59th under the Queensborough Bridge. There's an open playground right there and very little cover to stake it out. But it was staked out. Oh, sure a young detective shooting a basketball in the playground and two other cops in a bar nearby with good sight lines to the drop. So when the guy came, they were all on him within a couple of minutes. So you picked him up. Is he talking? Is he talking? A blue streak. And what does he say? Nothing as much help to us. His name is H. Harrison Trudeau. He graduated from Harvard, 1936. I don't care about his name. Has he given us any leads? Oh, Ed, he's a derelict, a bum, a wino. He fell back with it. Or there's an accident. Are you sure? Well, I'm not sure of anything until I prove it out all the way. I just didn't want you to get your hopes up. No, I don't think Mr. Trimble is the answer. Tell you the truth, I think Mr. Trimble is the fly in the ointment. The accident that blew most of our chances. What do you mean? Well, the answer was $3 million. It was deposited in the trash can in three plain brown paper bags. Now, Trimble resides in the shadow of the bridge. I mean, he chooses to make it his home rent-free. And he lives on other people's (laughs) leavings. I don't suppose in all his years of poking through trash cans, he could even have dreamed ever of turning up three mil. But when he did, his reflex was to take it on the land. Yeah, but our boy stopped him. That's right. So oh, if that's the way it is, there's uh, nothing you can tell us. The way it looks at, so we're no nearer uh, that and scene than we were to start out with. Huh? Oh, I, I wouldn't say that. What do you mean, Jerry? Well, we know where your girlfriend answered the phone call. She looked across the street and she saw a guy who may or may not have had anything to do with all this. I've given orders to have that block checked out. Why didn't I think of that first? Maybe because you're still a sergeant and I'm a lieutenant. She's not my girlfriend. I can be. A more objective. Well, we better get down there right away. Easy, John. It's taken care of. They don't need us. And I'll level with you, Ed. I think it's too late. Those birds are too small. So let's skip the pool. I think we'd better concentrate on Mr. Trimble and make sure he's what he seems to be.
3: All right, Clever. You have failed me. But first, we must get out of here fast. Yeah, but what about the woman? Your telephone correspondent. I have her under the influence of my own tranquilizers. You didn't kill her like Hatsim, not, not another accident. Mohamed Hatsim was no accident. I never intended him to live. But the woman? She is safe only as long as I may have need of her. You know, we must revise our plans. Come. There is no more time to waste.
1: thing. What about the bum? Tremble. That's just what he is, a bum. I read him clean. So what do we do now? How much do you love your Betsy? That's a lousy question. It's a lousy situation, and Do you love her three million dollars worth? Oh, look, you can't put a price on something like that. You can't. I'm stretching my neck out and putting a price we're going to hear from these guys, Ed. With luck, they won't have changed the ransom. The money is still available. Yeah, for an Arab named Hatim, who's already dead. We don't know that for sure. And neither do the West Arabs. So, we take our chances. That three million may be too late to save the ambassador. But it may save you a girlfriend. <laughs> who is dead or not dead, a girl who answered the telephone and inadvertently got herself embroiled in international terrorism, where do we go from here? That, of course, must be saved up till I return shortly with Act Three. to consider how large it looms in our life, how important it is. We have already explored emotional reactions to the various sounds it makes. Now we are examining its most devastating power, the power not to make any sound while we wait helpless, hoping against hope, for it to summon us to hear whatever news we need to survive, bad or good. This is the worst suspense. When it fails to ring... At all. I don't know if I can stand it much longer, Jerry. Come on, we both done army time. We know there's nothing harder than waiting. You know, every time the phone rings, I want to jump and answer it. And after the first few calls, you could lose that urge. People call the precinct about the craziest things. But if Ahmed calls in... Oh, that comes straight through to this phone here. Why? Because that's the contact Betsy will give them. Yeah, it's fine. Why wouldn't she be? She could be the only bargaining point they have left.
3: Well, clever. Suppose you try to explain now what happened. Everything was all set, Ahmed. The moment the money was put in the garbage can, the grapple hook was being sent down from the bridge. I could have been there and fastened it to the container to be lifted up and away before the police closed in. But that, uh, what do you call him, that, that, that hobo was there before I could move. You should have shot him. I would have, but the police were too late to pass. I told you to reconnoiter before you moved. I, I did, but the police were so ready. But it was fortunate you didn't reveal yourself and us. But now Hassim is dead and the money is gone. Gently, my friend. That Hassim is dead is a triumph for my brothers. He had to go. The money is something else again. We need it. But we can't get it now. We have no leverage. Because uh, Hashim is dead? Uh, why did you kill him, <laughs> My dear friend, you must understand the intricacies of terrorism. Hashim was a pawn in a game of chess. To have to conceal and control him while the game was being played was, and always is, too difficult. He was only important as long as he affected the deal. Once that was made... He was dispensable. But you didn't get the money. How do you get it now? Through the girls. They know she is alive. And they cannot be sure that Haskim is dead. Hand me the newspaper. Uh, there's nothing there we don't already know. We can use the print for what already only we know. And the girl to tell us where to send it.
1: came in the mail for you, Ed. What is it? Oh, you better see for yourself. I got a notion it isn't personal. You, uh, you want to read it to me? To whom it may concern, we have Ambassador Hashim in our power. The ransom was not paid. If it is refused us again, he will die. Also, the woman called Elizabeth Grant... Instructions will be sent through her phone how to deliver the $3 million. You will wait for them and comply. Or all will be dead. A fanatic. Yeah, at this point, so am I. Try and stay cool, Ed. I'm going to need it to deal with this kind of guy. Well, how do I know that Betsy's even alive anymore? I know in my gut how isn't We don't know that for sure. I can bet my bottom dollar. It's the way they work. Well, we've got to let them give the lead. Yeah, yeah, I guess it. Which still doesn't mean we can't make a few contingency plans of our own. Yeah, but nothing that would put Betsy's life on the line. Don't worry, she comes first. Well, second. What do you mean, second? First, we got to know what this Ahmed has in mind.
0: Are you quite comfortable, Miss Grant? You know, I'm not tied up like this.
3: What are you trying to do? I would not expect an unbeliever to understand what my aims are. But I know what I want. And you will do it, or join Musa Ahmed Hassim. You mean you would kill me? For well, our sacred cause and with the blessing of Allah, I shall use the sword to cut down anyone who stands in our path. What, What is it that you want me to do? I want you first. To make clear to your policeman, friend, that the slightest attempt to try to controvert our instructions will mean your death.
0: If you're trying to get a ransom of $3 million, no one's going to pay that for me.
3: They will be paying it for Musahmed Hassim. But
0: he's dead.
3: We know that. No one else can be sure. We are going to make them be sure he is alive. I don't understand. You will, when we make the tape. And you will follow instructions to the letter, or you will regret it. What what do you expect me to do? Very simply, to interview Musa Ahmed Hassim, or what appears to be Hassim. You see, I have a hobby. I have made a tape of every word he has spoken at the UN and other places. By clipping these tapes and taking the words out of context as if answers to questions, they will serve my purpose. They will raise Hasim from the grave and win us money for the cause. So, we had better get to work, Ms. Grant.
1: That's far enough, Ed. Now, play it forward again.
0: Truly, they want to be sure you're alive, Ambassador Hassim. That I live must be obvious, in spite of all the trials and tribulations in between. Have you been mistreated in any way? On the whole, I think, giving the wide gulf between opinions
2: reasonably
0: fairly. But you wish to be free. I beg, I implore my countrymen to rise to my aid. Ed, you've heard Ambassador Hassim. I'm sure you can tell by his speech how alive he is. And I'm begging you for my life, too. I hope you can persuade the West Arabians to still pay the ransom for our exchange. Remember, when we were kids and you were always king of the hill? Well, never mind that. 1940, what was it? A six, I guess. It's so long ago. I hope you don't forget. Please, Ed, please get us out of this. The odds are a hundred to one against us if you don't. The men who hold us mean business. Please contact the West Arabians, let them hear this tape, and wait for the instructions.
1: Cut it off. And what do you think? I think we contact the Arabs and go sit in Betsy's apartment with or without them for instructions. Yes. This
3: is Sergeant Edriter?
1: Yes. Do you have the ransom? Yes, but how, how do I?
3: Three million as before? Yes, but tell me. How... Here are your instructions the money in a lightweight suitcase, Bills as before. You will place it tonight in a Central Park horse carriage, which will be waiting at the 72nd street entrance. The driver has instructions to meander through the park. When we are ready and are sure the coast is clear, we will contact you
1: to make the exchange. The money for the ambassador and the woman. Now, just a minute. Not even 10 seconds. We will not allow this call to be traced.
2: Make your arrangements and wait for us to contact you again.
1: Sit and wait, again. For what? For the switch, a new drop. Oh, it'll be here any moment. What do you mean? Oh, face it, Ed. We have limited facilities, but we know the opposition always pulls a switch. But we got him tapped now, now right? Have we? <laughs> what?
2: You want Ambassador Hashim? And the one? Deliver the money as I tell you,
3: and we free them. In the Bronx, there is a milk strong sign. And below it, an abandoned factory. Drop the money by the sign that says milk is for love and wholesomeness. When you do, Hasim and the woman will be set
1: free. Do we answer that or just wait? Who knows? The old familiar pattern. we are trying to cover all the false alarms and pick the one that's for real. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about that. Like how? Well, you heard the tape. Anything about it bother you? Sure, that was discussed. Hasim's voice on the tape sounded like it had been uh, cut out of public speeches and made to sound like answers to questions made up after the questions were asked. Yeah, yeah, that was my reaction, too. So how does that help us? Well, it seems like one big distraction to grab off the dough and run. Yeah, that's how I feel. Only worse than that, without any return. Not easy, kid. Easy? When the girl I want to marry can be as dead as I think Hasim is long before we make the payoff... Unless unless we arrange our own. Ed, how? Well, I've been thinking about a lot of things. Remember on the tape, Betsy said, King of the Hill? Yeah, sure, the old kid game. Yeah, except when we played it, it was one special place. Yeah, where? Well, Betsy and me, we both came from the Washington Heights District. Now, there's a park there we used to hang around. You mean near where the drop is supposed to? No, 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 no way near there. Uh, let me let me hear that tape again. Sure.
0: It must be obvious, in spite of all the trials and tribulations in between... Have you been mistreated in any way? On the whole, I think, uh, giving the wide gulf between opinions... Uh... No, no,
1: that's not the part I meant. Yeah, well, where? Uh, run it fast forward a moment.
0: And you were always king of the hill? Well, never mind that. 1940, what was it? A I guess. It's so long ago. I hope you don't forget. Please,
1: Ed, please get us out of this. You know, that's been bothering me ever since I first heard it. She gave us a tip-off. What do you mean? King of the hill. King of the hill, that could only mean Fort Washington Avenue. And that malarkey about 46? Stop and think, 46? It's 32 years ago. Betsy wasn't even born then. No, well, she slipped the fast one by the guys who were holding her. Why? Well, it's got to be a key for her. What kind of key, Ed? All right, let me see now. 1946, Fort Washington Avenue. King, King of the hill. King... Sure, the park. Right opposite where we lived. The end of Fort Washington. The big apartment. That was the number. 1946. Jerry, that's where they're holding her. That's what she was trying to tell us. You really think she sneaked that by then? Yeah, sure. Hey, wait a minute. She did even more. Jerry, Jerry, let me hear that tape again, huh? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, where? Just, uh, let it run from where you cut it off. Oh, sure. Please, Ed, please
0: get us out of this. The odds are a hundred to one against us if you don't. The men who hold us mean business.
1: All right, cut please. it. That's it. That's the final clue. A hundred to one. Apartment. One-oh-one. That's that's where she's being held. Will we try to beat the ransom rendezvous first. And find Betsy dead like the ambassador, not on your life. Well, we take a chance, I figured it right. Hit the hideout before they can escape or hurt her. Yes? I had a telegram from Mr. Ahmed Fatula. Just hold it there, Ahmed. Don't move. You're covered eight ways from nowhere.
2: You will not take me alive. I
1: warn you, you can't get out. Betsy, you all right?
0: Yeah, sure. Only what took you so long? (laughs) Hey, where are you going yet? This isn't the way home. That's right. The Lincoln Tunnel leads straight out of New York. That's right. Well, where are we heading?
1: Anywhere will do. Elkton, Maryland, if there's nowhere closer, just so long as when we get back, we're married.
0: But we haven't told our family. Well, they're
1: just going to have to catch up. It's kind of a rush? Not yeah. after that last 24 hours. It's time, wouldn't you say, Betsy, that you had a permanent bodyguard? <laughs> happily ever afterwards. I wonder if they ever changed their phone number, at least if it was Betsy's. But then, I doubt if it ever caused them such severe problems again. Except, do you imagine Betsy hesitates to answer it every time it rings? I'll be back shortly. 1912 was quite a year. It was the year Anna Jarvis was recognized as the founder of Mother's Day. And it was the year Whitman's Chocolates introduced the famous Whitman Sampler. 1912. Mother's Day and a Whitman Sampler sure go back a long way together. This year, celebrate a real old-fashioned Mother's Day. Give your mother a Whitman Sampler. It's been a nice way to say, Happy Mother's Day ever since Mother's Day began.
3: This is K-A-R-Z Phoenix.
1: Take a
2: look at our sound. How much do you see? King not you dial on our sound? We bring the world and lay it at your feet. Because we're the sound of Phoenix. We're K-A-R-Z real. And anywhere a story breaks, we'll be there for you. We're c And you want to know we're people caring, we are reaching out, staying on the go. We bring it all to you, I can't wait to Bring it all to you.
0: At the store, they told me there's a powerful anti-itch drug I can buy without a doctor's prescription. Now I use bicosine cream as directed. No more burning, embarrassing itching. No more scratching. Bicosine actually speeds healing. Bicosine cream. What a relief. Time to change your laxatives. X-lax pills gently stimulate your system's own natural rhythm. And that makes all the difference. X-lax pills for occasional use only as directed.
2: And luxurious comfort on top for you. See your suitor dealer soon!
1: instrument you will ever own. It can bring you hope, joy, despair, frustration. It is your link with the rest of the world. It can be relief or agony, delight or frustration, fulfillment or disaster. Whatever it is, it is there. A part of our lives we can neither ignore or deny. The telephone. Our communication with the stream of life. Our cast included Patricia Elliott, Larry Haynes, Ian Martin, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.